178 part two of geeksters i'm your host ed i'm your host sean notice i didn't say time once <laughs> yes that's true uh-huh <laughs> trying for people to tag, tag it in after episode one i know they repeat a lot of words trying something new i'm glad because people writing in they were getting alcohol poisoning for how many times you said time so <laughs> picking a drink so oh well sorry <laughs> i'm gonna have to throw it back in though because i want the place to be a party <laughs> we're going huh huh Huh? Now, does does the rule apply whenever we say the word time, or does it have to be in the opening? Uh, no, anytime you say the word time. So right now they've had about a half a dozen drinks. That's right. All right, good for them. <laughs> now type in your emails to Ed. I'm so drunk. I don't care. You can say as many times as you want. Yeah, this, oh. this is how I read. It's a bunch of, bunch of letters. It reads like drinking paper for over there. Open to him or her. I love you guys so much. You guys are so funny. You make me laugh all the time. We read it. Why is it just a bunch of S's? <laughs> they slur their. <laughs> they pass down, hitting the S, and they're going, I think you guys are so funny and so original. I love your commentation on all the fun. Oh, all the things that are going on in the world today. And, and, and oh, you guys are such good commentators. I, I'm laughing at the fact because Sean is pointing the finger down. Like he's holding, holding the key. Holding the There's no keyboard by it, by the way. I'm Just, <laughs> but he's doing the whole thing so as he's visualizing it. Well, that's it. You have to get a, a good actor. Or gets into the role, so I'm in the role as a drunk person, so I have to act like a drunk person. Like I'm sweating. Now, now, now I'm going to like videotape this, put a green screen table on, <laughs> see when you do stuff, I can just put stuff in there. <laughs> like, I even had my eyes closed, pointing the You guys are so funny. <laughs> you guys make me laugh. You broke the S key now. <laughs> Windows style dial like going bloop. Do you want to use that as a high key? <laughs> it's just a bunch of letters with a face planted on it. <laughs> Put in your head. You guys, you guys did the review on that movie. was so funny. Uh, say time again. I really want to drink one. I really hope there's a Japanese art role-playing game video <laughs> game cut out. Because every time Ed mumbles his words, we have to drink a whole shot. This is awesome. You guys are great. Yeah, we don't even need a Japanese video game, apparently, <laughs> for me to screw that up. 
<laughs> so yeah, so in episode two, folks, we get Blu-ray, DVD, and video game releases. Yes. And then I give my review on Far Cry Primal. <laughs> See what you mean? I actually did the whole hand thing. It's like, and I did like scratching it as a cat. <laughs> Throw a spear. Like my little sling with the rock. I got that trophy, the David Goliath trophy. We had to kill ten people with a stone. All right, now 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 do that without swinging your arm. I can't. I can't. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right, Ed. I know you're gonna do something. I don't care if no one sees it. Like when you watch behind the scenes of animated movies. Yeah. You see people move and work around and, and move their hands because they're, they're, just because of their voice, they still get into character. I get into character, eh? <laughs> character. Most of them are Italian. <laughs> and Jewish. <laughs> Jewish. What do you mean? Because <laughs> you need to shake because you can hear the shake in my, in my voice. I don't understand why you don't care for yourself a nice Jewish boy. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, folks, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show and my review of Far Cry Primal. <laughs> and we're back. You're listening to Geeks is Live on HuckleNetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and Heart Radio. Just a track on that radio and those apps. Okay. <laughs> Hold on for a second, folks. <sighs> you got to understand. We literally just walked in, and I heard the song ending, and I was like, Shit, let's get back on air. <laughs> so we didn't have to wait for like another uh, two and a half minutes. Yes. It took Ed by surprise, too. Yeah, right uh, back to my chair. That's why we're out of breath, because we're smokers, and we just jogged 10 feet. <laughs> and these guys are going, wait, didn't they say a couple weeks ago these fuckers are going to a gym, and they're puffing and puffing, running 10 feet? <laughs> yes, we are. Oy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, welcome back. And I'm just going to kill time till Ed gets ready for uh, releases of the week. There we go. So, oh, by the way, folks, just so you know, um, you have my permission to, to go to watch The Walking Dead tonight at 9 o'clock. Only because my friend Karen just posted on her Facebook page that she's going to be on it this week. Oh, wow. She's an actress. She's been in other movies. And she was actually on that uh, Resurrection show for a little bit. Mm. And then she played uh, uh, Morgan Freeman's uh, daughter in uh, Las Vegas. And she, yeah, she's yeah. I'm like, yay! Keep trying to get her to come on the show, but she's living out in Atlanta right now with her family. So every once in a while she comes in. But every time she comes, I'm like, you gotta come on the show. You gotta come on the show, so we can talk about gender equality, race equality in movies. It'll be fun. Basically, I'm I'm setting myself up to be look like a schmuck, <laughs> you because know? already being as long as you don't take me down with you, I'm okay I with it. Well, I already know going in. I'm a heterosexual white male. No matter what I say, I lose. Yeah. And in any kind of conversation regards race, sex, um, color, just like, eh, I'm already one foot in the losing column. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I like talking about stuff like that. All right. All right. You ready, Ed? I'm ready. All right. So, yeah, go watch The Walking Dead. starts at 9. Check your local listings. I mean, it's AMC, but 9 o'clock on the East Coast? Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> go see it. Go see it. And, you know. I, I should I should ask her if I should if I could post her post on our Keister's page. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll do it next hour. Anyway, so what do you got this week coming out on DVD and Blu-ray? Eh? Well, the first one I have to talk about is Creed is coming out this Tuesday. Oh, this Blu-ray. movie's fucking awesome! 
<laughs> Sorry. There you go. Gee, I wonder which movie Sean's going to buy this week. Hey, it's right there, folks. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then Scario, of course, the one that's been nominated for some Oscars is also coming out on this Tuesday. Uh, um, okay. I just want to throw a flight on the play. Yeah. I'm looking at digital bits. Yeah. <laughs> I think Scario has already been out because now it's the 4K version yes. of the films. Yes. So if, uh, if for those, I would say, little editorial comment. If you're going to do a movie like that, make sure it's the 4K. Like, say, hey, for those people who have 4K TVs and Blu-ray players. Well, actually, we'll find out in a few minutes more 4K movies that are coming out oh, this Tuesday. Okay. So, yes. Now, keep in mind, I have neither, but all right. All right. This show's about me, Ed, and what my, <laughs> my purchases are going to be. <laughs> Screw everybody else. But I will be starting a Kickstarter fund to, to help people help, help buy Sean a 4K TV and Blu-ray player. <laughs> uh, it's gonna it's it's my new indiegogo page it's called first world problems <laughs> you can <laughs> i like to see somebody donate to that i i, I want to interview them on this show <laughs> <laughs> i should just anonymous going hi look i have an average job but i'm a big movie buff and video game fan and I really could use a 4K TV and 4K Blu-ray player. doesn't matter what brand. I mean, hopefully Sony, because I am a Sony guy. I, well, I'm a more of an LG guy, but anything would help. I appreciate it. And here's my Indiegogo page or my Kickstarter page. I'm hoping to raise how much are those TVs now? I have no idea. I should find out. I'm only <laughs> willing to raise that much. Just enough. Not even, I'll pay the taxes part. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just enough to be able to afford both that. I call it. The First World Problems Fund. What per- where perks would you give on a campaign like that? Um, none. <laughs> There'll be an autographed picture of me watching the 4 yes. games. <laughs> I will stream f- live from my television. There's that. I'll, I'll have my, P- my PS4 plugged into it, so I'll be able to stream my video games live on the U- our YouTube channel, which we need to put up, and then... And there we can, you know, we I did create the YouTube channel. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, well, what's it called? <laughs> Geeksters. Oh, really? Yes. I can make sure, you know, it's between Geeksters, wordswithgeeks.com. It's our Actually, baby. it might be Geeksters Radio. I don't know. Uh, uh, to, see? I, it's been a while ago. So it's been a while. So anyway. All right. So uh, Scario's coming out in 4K. Yes. Ultra HD. Yes. Now, oh. this movie, I, I picked it only because it was in the top of the list. It was Legend is coming out in Blu-ray as well. Legend? Oh, it's uh, I don't know. Oh no, no, that actually should be there because it was a, was a theater release. Okay, it is Tom Hardy playing the twins at, uh, over in England that were rising the power as gangsters. Ah, okay, all right. Uh, the <laughs> night. Oh, okay. <laughs> Moving right. on. Moving on. The night before is coming out also in Blu-ray. Night, night before what? <laughs> <laughs> That's that uh, Christmas romp with uh, um. Jordan uh, Joseph Gordon Jordan Gordon Seth Rogen and yeah. Anthony Mackie Hawkeye no Hawkeye <laughs> Falcons in it that's Falcons in it all right all right what else you got uh, the last Winter Hunter it's a 4K Ultra Blu-ray digital HD coming out as well okay uh, the Danish Girl is also coming out on Blu-ray that's another uh, Oscar nominated pick okay uh, the Strange Brew on Blu-ray finally wow yeah all right okay Hoser. <laughs> Good day, eh? Short circuits make a comeback. Short circuits make a comeback. Yes, that's because Chappie was a good film. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? Alfred Hitchcock's The Masterpiece Collection 
It's a uh, 15-disc collection that has uh, a lot of good movies. Saboteur, Shadow of Doubt, Rope, Rear Window, The Trouble with Harry, The Man Who Knew Too Much, Vertigo, North by Northwest, Psycho, The Birds, Marine, Torn Curtain, Topaz, Frenzy, and Family Plot. I have that. Oh. I'm just saying, they... There was one that came out. I don't know how I, but I, there was two Alfred Hitchcock kind of collectors ca- sets came out. Yeah, and this was had like almost all his movies, and the other one had like the big ones like Psycho, The Birds, but this had like you know like Saboteur, all, all the, like all of them. I was like, well, I want to have that one instead. Nice, nice little booklet I think came with. Yeah, I wonder if it's a re-release or they released it and went, oh, let's take it off the market for a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great. If you're an Alfred Hitchcock fan. You need to buy this because North by Northwest is one of my favorite movies. Yes. <laughs> you sound so enthused. Like, oh, I'm you're sorry. Like, you're like, you're like, yes. You're like, yes. Can I keep going on? Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, trying to give the news, <laughs> and you're just jerking out around here. <laughs> All right, what else? All right, here's the list of 4K movies that are coming out this Tuesday. Okay. Ender's Game, The Expendables Three. Kingsman, The Secret Service, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Saul, Exodus, Fantastic Four, The, uh, uh, that, the Bad One. That cracks me up. I gotta say, <laughs> hold on. That movie, they're trying anything they can. They recap their money. Now, let's put on 4K Ultra HD. No one saw in the theaters, but maybe they'll watch it on their 4K TV. <laughs> oh, God damn it. All right, what else? Hancock, Hitman yeah. Agent 47. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Maze Runner, The Scorch Trials. Okay. Smurfs 2. Because you need that in Ultra High Dev. <laughs> That's right. Jesus. Pineal- Pineapple Express. Okay. X-Men Days of Future Past. Uh, okay. The Maze Runner. And Life of Pi. I, okay. like uh, Maybe it's me. But I would think that if you're going to go for like the Ultra High Def 4K look, why not do the big movies? Like. Smurfs two, or is it Smurfs? Just... Smurfs two. It's no. It's not even the it's original. Not even the first one. It's, yeah. the, the, it's the sequel that no one really saw. Right. It's like why don't you do like if you're gonna do ultra high def stuff, shoot for the moon. Put the Star Wars out there. Put the Terminators. Like put Jurassic, the original Jurassic. Park. Yes. Yes. You know, like like if you're gonna if you're gonna do something new, you're gonna want people to want to buy it. Yeah. Why would you be like oh you know oh my god Smurfs two is coming out in ultra HD. I need to buy myself a 4K TV now because I need to see those little blue sons of bitches in ultra high def. <laughs> oh, I, 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 like an ultra high, you know, 4K 3D TV would be like the ultimate experience. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, why? Really? Smurfs? Fantastic Four? Come on. <laughs> like, at least put out the, the Chris Evans ones. Yeah. Like, you have two of them and they did okay in the theaters. <laughs> Let's put out the movie no <laughs> one saw. Let's put the money by. Like, put out Creed. Why isn't Creed? Like, if you, now if you're going to do. Okay, at least I see X Men Days of Future Past is. Right. Which is okay. That makes sense. Right. Last one that came out, you got the new movie coming out in a couple months. Makes sense. Creed's not. Creed's an Oscar nominated movie. Mm-hmm. You know, why not do that? Like, exactly. <sighs> All right. What else you got? Uh, well, these are the animated movies of uh, DC that came out, but they're coming out with the uh, graphic novel. Okay. So The Dark Knight Returns, Part 1 and 2. All right. Superman, Batman, Public Enemies. I like that one. I, so far, I, I like all these. Good. 
Justice League, Throat of Atlantis. All right, well, he had to throw one. <laughs> All right. That's the ones that are coming out with the graphic novel. Okay. Uh, Z Nation Season 2 is coming out on DVD. All right. The unauthorized four collection set. Of? These are the unauthorized. This is like, I think, uh, a TBS or TNT. One of those deep cable shows put these unauthorized biographies on television. Which ones are they? Beverly Hills, 90210, Melrose Place, Saved by the Bell, and Full House. Um, It was Lifetime. Yes. Lifetime did those movies. Yes. Yeah. So these are the four. Now you can buy all four of them in a one <laughs> DVD set. God. All right. <laughs> Lego DC Superheroes Justice League Cosmic Crash Clash, excuse me, is coming out on DVD. Okay. And I know this one, this next one is just for you, Sean. Uh, yeah, I just saw it. Yeah. <laughs> My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, Friends Across Aquari- Aquari- Equestria. Equestria. <laughs> You know, they're like, Sean hates a joke, but you know how it's Squarian. Yeah, it's because, you know. It's, you can read. Yeah, <laughs> I can read. <laughs> all right. Um, and that's all I have for releases of the week. I have some notable honorable mentions. All right. Okay, ready? Yes. Um, I'm going to get my first one is The Rosary Murders. Okay. Okay, this is an older movie. I'm going to say it's 1987, right? Mm-hmm. It's Donald Sutherland and Charles Durning. I remember seeing this movie, and it was fucking awesome. It was a serial killer who's brutally murdering priests and nuns, leaving a black rosary carefully draped around each victim's lifeless hands as his calling card. Father Robert Kosier, uh, played by Donald Sutherland, uh, routine life as a parish priest is suddenly shattered when the killer admits to his the heinous crimes during confession. Detective Konoski, Yosef uh, Summer from Witness, Desperately needs the priest's help, but Kostler is tied to the sacred vows and, ha- and is hampered by the blustery, hardline father Ted Neighbors, played by Charles Durning. Now, Father Kostler and Lieutenant Kosniak, Kosnicki must frantically work together in- against time to save the next victim, catch the killer, and stop the rosary murders. It's- I remember seeing this, and it was really good. I mean, I- I- people are like, really? It's one of those, like, I love good murder mysteries. Yeah. And this was right up there with like Name of the Rose. Mm. Remember that? The Sean Connery, yes. Christian Slater joint. Joint. You know, uh, it's such a good movie. Such. That's. There's number one. Okay. All right. Um, number two. Um, let's see. I, gotta, I have to scroll down to keep going. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Scroll, 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 scroll. Look, look, look. Scroll. And. Here it is. It is the title of the Lust next... of the Dead 4. All right, there you go. Well, I, I really? Know. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I just like the name of the title. <laughs> you know, uh, hey, look, there's K9 Adventures, Legend of the Lost Gold. It's Lassie for the 2000. <laughs> oh, Cop is coming out, too. That looks like Blu-ray. I mean, regular DVD. Uh, it's when, a, when a cop cares too much, how far is too far? James Woods, Cop. As I remember seeing that there, during the eighties, we had a VHS, yeah. and I would rent the shit out of everything, just yeah. and watch because there was nothing else. Like I wasn't, I was a TV watcher, but there were just movies I would just go. Hey, I like James Woods. Let me watch. I'm very pro when I like an actor. I want to watch as much as the stuff as they can. Right. And when you had in the eighties, very limited viewing abilities because mm-hmm. it wasn't like I was going out. Like cop never hit the theaters, right? But I like James Woods, and I was like, uh, there's a killer on the loose. A Cop on the Edge, James Woods, stars as a brilliant Maverick police detective in this exciting, violent thriller with a hint of film noir. 
police detective Lloyd Hopkins, played by Woods, doesn't like to be told what to do or what not to do. Stripped of his badge and gun, he pursues a killer no one thinks exists. By uncovering a secret hidden in a high school yearbook, he will piece together seemingly unrelated clues to expose crimes dating back two decades. Based on the James Elroy, LA Confidential bestseller, Blood on the Moon, with a screenplay by producer and director James B. Harris, fans walking out or whatever. Strong supporting, blah, blah, blah. You know, but I remember watching that going, oh my God, that's an awesome movie. <laughs> See, that, that, that you say that, it reminds me of when we first met. And I was hanging out with you when you would go to you know, your, your apartment, hang out to you know play games or watch movies or whatever. Yeah. And I remember that stack of VHS is literally like a wall. Like imagine the wall of your house, kids, that was just <laughs> nothing but VHS stacked one on top of another that was just like hundreds and hundreds of movies. Yeah, well, that's because there's a couple of things. Number one, I'm, a, I'm an addict. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But also, at the time, I was working at a uh, video distributor, and we would get tra- uh, trailer screeners, you know, where it was actually like, hey, here's the full movie for nothing, just so you can kind of know it's there, so hopefully you'll buy it for your video store. Right. Well, because I was a video distributor, we just they just gave it to us. Like, all I had to do was um, sign up for, like, this magazine. Yeah. It was like a trade magazine, and it got me on a mailing list to get trailers galore. Like, I can't tell, I mean, not trailers, movies galore. I can't tell you how many standees, how many fucking VHS, you know, screener copies I got. Yeah. I think I had Scream when it came out, on like, four months before it came out in the video. I would get these movies, and I'd be like, I felt, you know, never, I never did anything illegal with them. Thanks. Yeah. As much of a dick as, as an asshole I can be, I also have a little bit of ethics. Right. A little bit. A little bit. I was like, you know, it was you wouldn't watch would have that, you know, that this this is a uh, promotional copy. If you if you bought this copy, please call one eight hundred no copies. You know, blah blah blah. And report, you know, it was so you, you yeah. find five two hundred fifty thousand dollars or find spend five years in jail. And I'm like, I don't want to do neither. Right. So I'm just gonna watch them. But I always felt like, hey, uh, I just got a str- I just got a screener for a Scream, and they're like, oh my god, I never saw that. Well, here, go ahead and watch it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was I was like the the. Psst, want to watch a movie <laughs> so it was always like and it was and come in my willingness fan it was always like three months after a movie's been released in theaters too so it was always like it felt like ah look at me i'm, I'm in the know right. and then it'd be like oh here's a shit ton of posters for this movie it's like oh yay so I, I can't tell you how many fucking movies or standees i have i'm just like oh. <laughs> and then so my my roommate at the time made that wall and he measured all like you know videotapes and actually built that thing as, as work you know because he was bored and he built it and we, we attached it to the wall yeah. and that's why I had the, the rows and rows and rows and it was just a little wall of film. Yeah, you 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 rivaled some of the uh, video rental stores at the time. Yes, that was movies you had very proud of that set. And then eventually, I phased them out and went and switched over to Blu-ray, uh, DVD they, actually yeah. DVD first. And so now because DVDs were thinner. You was able to get more on this stuff. So when that wall was all DVDs, I, was, I looked at it and go, God damn, that's fucking impressive. Like, yeah. nobody was impressed but me. It was just yeah. like, that's awesome. And then eventually I was like transferred all over Blu-ray. Only, but then I was real picky when I got Blu-ray player because I was like, I'm going to get the best in video quality. I'm never going to buy, I swore I was never going to buy TV shows. Yeah. And I was never going to buy like like your generic comedy Right. I, I wanted one like, hey, look, when Jurassic Park comes out now, it was years before Jurassic Park came in Blu-ray, 
But I always, in my head, because I had a Laserdisc player too, and Laserdisc was like, well, it's the best in sound and quality. I want the really good films like Terminator 2. That should be Laserdisc. I want Blu-ray. That should be Blu-ray. I'm not going to spend the money on DVD because I spend it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Spend an extra little scratch, you know, because DVDs were 20 bucks. Blu-rays were like 25. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's worth it. It's worth it, you know. Yeah. And I, was like, and I had like rules. Never going to buy a TV show. Right. First thing, first TV show I bought on Blu-ray, True Blood Season 1. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why is because I didn't, it was... The Blu-rays had extra features. Now they don't anymore. They all right. kind of generic. Like whatever you see on DVD, it's kind of on Blu-ray. Yeah. Every once in a while, it's like, a, oh, Blu-ray exclusive, the stunts of blah, blah, blah. And you're like, all right, it's like a two-minute vignette, but it's something else. But what I liked about the Bl- True Blood Blu-rays was that, especially season one, my favorite character was Lafayette. Mm-hmm. And they had Lafayette do like a video commentary as Lafayette for some of these episodes. Where you'd be like, when you're first introducing, a little screen would pop up in the corner, and he'd be like, "Look, let me tell you about this person." Like, kind of gives like makes you feel like you're best friends with Lafayette, right. and he's telling you all the dirt. And I'm like, I fucking love this. This is awesome. I need that. And I, you know, needless to say, I was not let go. But that, you know, and then the other thing I bought, Fired Up. Fired <laughs> Up, I think was my first Blu-ray, like Blu-ray comedy. Like, <laughs> I was like, something I swore I was never gonna do, but I was like. This looks like this. I want to. I want this one. <laughs> I was like, "Yep, I'm a rule breaker. I, I even break my own rules." <laughs> now, so yeah, the, I think that Rosie Murs might have been a screener, you know, or, or a cop would have been a screener too. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's uh memory lanes. Memories. Yeah. Seems like hey, this episode we can think of Sean's childhood. <laughs> Wah. Yeah, I gotta say, it looks like that's kind of about it. Um. Nothing else really jumping out at you, at me. Oh, look, they're re-releasing Smallville Season 2 on DVD. I guess price cut. (laughs) (laughs) Erotic body painting, yeah, two DVDs. Hey, look, Wonder Woman Season 1's coming back on uh, DVD. Yeah. I guess, you know what, it's the, hey, we got a movie coming out with Wonder Woman. Let's repress those uh, those videos. Uh, You want to impress me? Make a Blu-ray. Yeah. With some some new commentary. Yeah, you got anything else in? Uh, no, that is for uh, for uh, movies and TV. That's all I have. But we have video games. Oh, what's coming out this week in video games, <clears throat> Ed? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> this week's video games brought to you by GameStop. That's right. Power to the, the players. Power to the, the players. players. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, what's uh, going on? All right, this one's got a tough one. <clears throat> mm, mm. Must be a Japanese title. I don't know. It's uh, Alkaline's Gun by Maximum Games. Oh, Alkaline's Gun. Alkaline's Gun. Yeah, it's a Russian uh, spy shooter. Yes. It's for the PS4 and Xbox One. It's coming out on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, Next is Mortal Kombat X by Warner Home Uh, Video Games. Yes, but it's actually technically Mortal Kombat XL. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I missed the L. That is also coming out on the first, and it's for the PS One, a PS Four, and Xbox One. Do you know why it's called Mortal Kombat XL? No, I do not. Why? Would you like me to tell you? Yes, please tell me. Okay, um, when Mortal Kombat X came out, yeah, they had um, what was called the Season Pass, what was called the Combat Pack, which was you know Combat with a K, yeah, and it was extra characters, and one of the big characters was Jason. You got to play Jason Voorhees as a fighter. Mm. You know, like last Mortal Kombat was Freddy Krueger. Yeah. This one's Freddy. You're like, all right, this is kind of cool. And a couple other, you know, Mortal Kombat characters. Well, now they're coming out with the Combat Pack 2, which has Leatherface, 
and the xenomorph alien from uh, aliens. Now it's it's the alien from aliens, except they showed you the teaser. What happened was apparently uh, Baraka, the guy with the long blades in his forearms, yeah, got infected with. Uh, he's got impregnated by a facehugger, and you know how the alien always kind of takes form of the creature that it, it absorbs. Yeah. Well, it absorbed him, and that's why he's got the long blades on his forearms. Ah, uh, okay. So he's like, you know, and you're like, oh, but it still looks bad. He looks so badass. But at this point, you know, you have Freddy Krueger from Nine. Yeah. Jason, Leatherface, and the alien. Oh, also, too, the Predator was also in the first pack, too. Okay. You know, so they kind of put it all, they put all the downloadable content together in this one pack, kind of like a game of the year with mm-hmm. the extra stuff. But you figure with. Freddy, Jason, um, Predator, Alien, because they had the Alien vs. Predator fights. Yeah. Uh, Leatherface, that's five characters mm. that are in the horror sci-fi genre. At this point, get another fucking five. Like Mike Myers, let's go Hannibal Lecter, Chucky. Um, give me another famous, uh, the character from Scream. <laughs> uh, and another giant sci-fi character that's in the human scary lane. Uh... uh... <laughs> Uh, the girl from Subspecies. Yeah. Put a little sex appeal in there. You get 10, character, 10 sci-fi horror icons like that, just fucking make a game out of it. Yeah. Could you imagine, you know, like, you can do, or put Ashen from, you know, Evil Dead. Like, I swear, within the next five years, I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to get all these characters, and they're going to do an ultimate, like, monster versus monster fighting game. I, I, I just get this feeling, because every... So far, the last two games was like, "Hey, here's some extra content, and they're icons of horror and sci-fi." You're like, "This feels like they're trying something out." Right. I think that in five years, I think you're gonna have like the. It won't be called Mortal Kombat, but it'll be called like you know, Monsters vs. Aliens or Monsters vs. Monsters. But uh, I, I, I keep thinking about going. I know I gave my copy of Mortal Kombat to my nephew, mm-hmm. so and I bought him the Jason character. I think my my brother in law bought the combat pack so they can play, you know, with uh, the Predator and stuff. But I'm thinking, I'm like, I might need to buy this game again, or at least borrow it, <laughs> and 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 I want to play the fucking alien. <laughs> I want to see it. Okay, uh, okay. What else you got? <laughs> Return to Papa Lacrosse by a story of seasons by. All right, let me return. Let me try that again. Return to Papa Lacrosse. A Story of Seasons Fairy Tale by XC Games for the 3DS, and that's a Tuesday release. All right. Oh, it's Pablo Croix. Pablo Croix, okay. Yeah, that's it's the, or the, it's like. Uh, it's one of those French words that I know. F, yeah. drop the S. Yeah, it's drop the S. It's like, you know, hey, we're going to St. Croix. Yeah. And that's an X, but, you know, it's, yeah. All right, what else? Well, I got? always do Illinois. It's I do Illinois. Oh, yeah. It drives my wife crazy every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD with Ambio by Amiibo. By Amiibo. <laughs> you, you, every time you see that word, you go, oh, uh, Ambio. No, it's Amiibo. <laughs> Japanese with the words. With Amiibo by Nintendo for the Wii U, and that's a Friday release. Yes, and this is also, hey, for those people who played Zelda Twilight Princess, we did it again for you in HD, so you guys can play it on your Wii U. And it's got the little Amiibo figure of, of Zelda on his wolf. Yes. So, hey, instead of putting out new content, let's just re- rehash the old stuff. Yeah, let's shine it all up because retro is cool. That's why Mega Man came out last week. You know, 
Anything else? That is it for releases. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm trying. That's good. Yes. Um, <laughs> this, this past Tuesday, I, I, I've gone caveman, Ed. <laughs> Not Flintstone caveman. Primal caveman. <laughs> Far Cry Primal came out last week, and of course, I purchased it because who the fuck doesn't want to tame a saber-toothed tiger? <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. I mean, if you could pick any, char- any, any character, any animal of all time, all throughout history... Saber-toothed tiger is right up there as one of my favorite animals. Ever since I was a little kid. It's a cat with big, giant fucking fangs. That looks like it could tear shit up. Yeah. I remember going to the, the, I think it was the Smithsonian. Has like, you know, like the stuffed saber-toothed tiger. Yeah. You know, attacking like a mammoth. I, it's something. It's just, as a kid, burned in my head just that image of a giant cat with huge teeth. Always loved it. So here comes a game where you go, hey, Far Cry, where you... You know, everyone knows the Far Cry series. Mm-hmm. Usually it's running around on an island. Right. Far Cry 3, you were a kid, you know, that was, you know, a rich kid who had an accident. You were kidnapped by a bunch of, you know, your friends were kidnapped by a right. killer, crazed killer. You know, everyone remembers the, the definition of insanity. Ed, you wanted to pause while you go with your bag? Why don't you go look, Ed? It's trying to reach this bag for whatever reason. It's trying to get his water, hurry. <laughs> but it's like, reach, reach. You can see him fumbling. You, you can't, but I could. And it's trying to hard. I'm, it's like trying to have a conversation with somebody, and they just, you know, they're trying to reach back for something. And they're trying really hard to think that maybe he won't notice. <laughs> I know you noticed, but I figured, you know, you would just keep going on and on about your review and. Sometimes no. you don't even pay attention to what I'm doing anyway. No, I have to call attention to it, Ed, because I think it's funny. I like to bring people in what goes on behind the scenes. We're not just two disemboweled, you know, disembodied voices coming through their ear holes. We're just like, and now he's getting up, folks. No, he's adjusting your chair. We've got new chairs, people. Yes. They're all fancy schmancy. We feel like we're in an office. That's right. That's right. I can't wait to fart in these. <laughs> I feel like I'm... F- I'm just stationary, old. <laughs> Feel like I'm farting in a Lexus. <laughs> so anyway, so the Far Cry series is basically usually one man against you know an island of bad guys, right. and you got to take over outposts and free your friends or overthrow a government. This one is basically just like survival. It's you have your your uh, trying to repopulate your tribe, so you got to go around do missions and stuff. No, it's not fucking. But it's, it's like, hey, look, I see these bad guys. I kill them and free my people. And they go join my you know, hut, you know, my, my group. And my population is getting bigger and bigger. Started off with just two, right? Now I have over 200. You know? Go ahead. I'm just the whole population. It's like a man alone. A on man an alone island, island. With all these wild animals. I got to repopulate it. <laughs> it's the, the island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> the RX rated version. <laughs> Saber tooth ladder looking mighty fine. <laughs> boom, chicka, boom, boom. <laughs> you take that. You take that saber, t- saber tooth tiger. <laughs> now you know why we call you saber tooth. Uh, uh. Hey, you want to suck on this woolly mammoth? Great. Uh. <laughs> so anyway, um, so my you know, here's my review. Okay. Basically, it's Far Cry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no like. I know it. Just, it just that's, that's, I'm, every time I'm, I'm like, because I I think I called it a while ago. Where you go, yeah, it's Far Cry. <laughs> like, well, here's the problem when when you do reviews on games that are in a sequel. Yeah. 
they don't really change the formula a lot. They change the location, they change the hero, they change the villain, but it's still genuinely the same kind of gameplay where it's you have to take over territories, you have to build up your 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 skills, and obviously the better skills you get, the more you're able to fight the stronger players. It's your basic video game format. Nice. There's nothing new, nothing different in that format, especially because it's so popular, because Far Cry 3 was so popular, they used that same four format for Far Cry 4, which was a good game until, for me, the storyline needs to also keep my interest. It's mm-hmm. not just, I mean, I'm not, being a, a gamer is is tough because I kind of feel like I'm, I'm I feel like I'm, I've talked, I've talked about it off air. I think I'm think I'm starting to become a video game snob. Yes. Where it's people who like, Oh, I only love first person shooters. I'm just like, really, there's nothing there. Like there's never a good storyline on those call of duty games. It's always just the storylines a filler because everyone wants to do the multiplayer. multiplayer, Right. And there's no story in multiplayer. It's Mm. just you and your buddies shooting each other, which is fine and dandy. But you know, I want to be like, if you're going to devote all that time in, propel me into another world. Mm -hmm. You know, make me not be Sean sitting at home in his underwear, you know, while he's shooting things. Like, make me feel like I'm doing something. Make me me want, like, when you play Arkham Knight, you fucking feel like Batman. Mm -hmm. Not the schlub on the sofa. When you punch a bad guy in the face, you're like, that's right, fucking I'm Batman. Bam! You know? Look at me driving around my Batmobile, doing the speed limit, you know? <laughs> Not going through buildings, you know? I'm being a responsible hero, you know? It just, you know, you need to... And that's the reason why I think I've always gravitated more towards role-playing games and, and single-player games, because I like to get immersed. If you're going to take my money, I don't want you to put me in a game that's going to... I'm going to be done in a weekend. Right. You know, like the Call of Duty plotline for the Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, it was good... I liked it because, you know, Kevin Spacey was the bad guy in it, but I was done the storyline in, like, three days. Mm. And then, like, okay, well, the rest is all multiplayer and maps, and if you want all the extra maps, you got to shell out another 50 bucks. I'm like, I, I don't have that many friends that have a system and that are going to buy this game, and we're not going to be sitting around and standing around one night going, hey, guys, let's hang out go online. If we're going to hang out, we're going to go hang out in front of each other. Yeah. So, it, you know, so I've always fell down the hole of single player, but every time people go, like, being in the business, people suggest game. I have, they ask me, well, what do you play? And I go, well, I play this. I play Far Cry. I don't like that game. Why? There's no multiplayer. Get the fuck out. <laughs> like, then don't ask me for something different and something new and then say, well, I don't like that when you've never played that game. Right. It's that kind of like, and I feel like, you know what? Why do you even bother? Like, it, just go, go play your fucking Call of Duties. Go play your Battlefront. You know, like, go play your Halos. Well, it was a thing. I mean, you know, I mean, not to distract no, no. you from your review, no, no, but no. I remember back, like, when you played the 2600, when, like, but, like, Atari was, like, the first thing you would get, or ColecoVision or television, and you would buy multiple games. It was, like, like, I remember, like, you were sitting there playing Pac-Man, like, with friends, and then yeah. you would play Pole Position, or you play Zaxxon, and you'd play all these different kind of games because they were there, and that's, like, you know, there wasn't, like, multiplayer aspects of right. it. Right, it was you and player two. Right, and that was it. And it was, like, you know, you have a group of friends sit around this thing yeah. playing games, which was great, because then you'd go, who would get the high score, who would get right. the best time. Or if you had Street Fighter, whoever lost handed the control to the next person. Right. And everyone wanted to try to knock the king off the... Yeah, right. it was interactive. Now, granted, you can do that now online, but there's something different about having your friends in a group. 
Yeah, but you're not you're not like sitting there at a you know in a, in a corner with your sniper rifle waiting for people to like <clears throat> spawn out you know like you know, right. appear and then you're going to shoot them or or you're waiting for them to come over the ridge and you know they're coming and you right. just they, you know start whapping you know cl- uh, shooting them away. Those people are like well since you play Battlefront you you probably experience campers. Mm-hmm. You know it's like what fun it, like to me that's no fun sitting in a spot like if if you are going to be camping it should be because you're a sniper and you're actually you're actually there to do a job right not just there to go oh here comes a guy i know where the spawn part is i can just go and shoot this guy now where no challenge right no challenge if you wanted to be a challenge play the game don't be a camper right and i always kind of feel like the guys who play people who play call of duty and the halo and any multiplayer game, they all seem to have that same kind of attitude of like, oh, well, they, I don't want to play that single-player game because it doesn't do nothing. Like, there was somebody who came in and asked if Far Cry had a, a multiplayer, and I was like, no. And they're like, why? I'm like, because you don't need it. You know, what do you mean you don't need it? I'm like, you're a guy who's trying to repopulate your fucking seer, your, your species. Everything, everywhere you go is out to kill you. You are the lowest thing on the fucking food chain. It's survival. Mm. And, you know... That sounds, that just sounds stupid. There's no multiplayer. Like, yeah, what? What the fuck do you want a multiplayer for? Like, why does every game have to have a multiplayer? Right. It doesn't because then you can't get pulled in. Like, it just it annoys the shit out of me when like when you have a game and it's obviously like it, well, the first question out of someone's mouth is, does it have multiplayer? It's like really just you know it no. And you know why? Because Call of Duty's not coming out for like another two years. Get the fuck out. Like. I want something different. Well, try try Fallout, where you actually become a character. You can do anything you want to do. Does it have multiplayer? Literally, someone asked me if Far Cry if Fallout Four had multiplayer, yeah. and I looked at him. I was like, "Do you have any idea what Fallout Four is? It's a, a role playing game. It's like you know, you play Skyrim. Yeah, I hated Skyrim. Why? You know, it just I just it was boring. There was. What do you mean it was boring? There's a whole fucking the reason why it was boring. Guess why? Because you're fucking boring. Right. You know, because you refuse to get. Remember, yeah, because I remember playing, playing, <laughs> <laughs> playing that game and like getting attacked by a zombie, or not zombie, by a vampire, and then yeah. I became a vampire. I didn't realize I walked into a town and get killed by everybody because I was a vampire, right. and I was like, "Holy crap!" Like, and I had to run and and like evade yeah. people from like even like like a simple <laughs> pie maker with a with a rolling pin like chasing me <laughs> down. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, Kill the vampire! <laughs> it's like you know, so like Far Cry when you play three and when you play four. I liked four, but then four at one point in time, inevitably it comes down to you have to make a decision. And usually a decision is a bad decision versus a worse decision. Mm-hmm. You know, because in Far Cry 3, it was you can either leave the island with your friends or stay behind and hook up with the chick, you know, and, and because you're, you've reached this power, like you're like the chosen one for these people, mm-hmm. believe it or not. So you can either say fuck all that and then leave with your friends which you kind of figure is the noble thing to do since you just just spend hours and hours and hours trying to save them. Right. Or you send your friends off and then you go and say, hey, I'm going to be hooked up with the chick, you know? Right. And then what happens is this girl, spoiler for those people who didn't play Far Cry Cry 3, spoiler, she's on top of you. She stabs you in the chest with a knife. You know, because she's she's bringing in your as you come inside her because she's absorbing your essence. She will be she becomes she's killed the god in their eyes, right. so she becomes ultimate ruler. You're just like that sucks. I just <laughs> did all this and now I die. You know, 
I die in bed with a chick? Not even, oh, not yeah. even bed because it's on an island, so you're in like a hut, you know? <laughs> and, you know, like, yeah, she's pretty, but oh, my God, fuck. Like, that, that was literally a, that was a bad decision. Like, uh, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. And the recall, like, <laughs> leaving with your friends was was a bad decision to start off with because you're not really going with like you're, you're ditch. You're kind of going back to your normal life, but right. it's not really normal because you've been fucked up by the island. In Far Cry Four, it went from you, you had two. You go on this island to get your ashes of your mother or something like that, or bring your ashes of your mother to the island. And there's a bad guy who says, you know, hey. There's revolutionaries trying to bring this guy down, and there's a guy and a girl. And at some point in time, you get to make a decision where who do you want to be the leader? Because you're only here to get rid of the bad guy and then leave the island to, to these guys, mm. right? So here it comes down to spoiler for those people who are play, who haven't played Far Cry Four. To me, this is where the story fell apart because I'm okay. like, okay, which one's the which one's the better of the two endings? Right. If you pick the guy and you make him the leader of the people. He goes back to traditional values where they worship a 13-year-old girl and he, he we call it, kills people for her. Okay. You know, and you're like, that's not really modern thinking kind of thing. Right. So he's kind of a dick. Right. But if you pick the girl, she decides to use the poppy fields that the bad guy, the ultimate bad guy has been using to sell drugs to make money for her, her, her people to help repopulate and you know make schools using drugs selling drugs for good intentions so you're just replacing one bag one drug dealing bad guy with another just because she says she has a heart of gold you know when you leave that island you're leaving this person to re- still populate the area with drugs <laughs> bringing your people down even further so you're just kind of going that's where i went you know what i'm done i don't <laughs> care who fucking has the island yeah in fact i'm a kill both like no like it just so I'm waiting for this moment. Like I haven't, I've, I've played the game far enough in Far Cry, Far Cry Primal. So far, I haven't had that decision. But here's the list of characters. Okay. You, the first person you meet really is a chick that you save from a saber tooth tiger. Mm. She's fucking batshit nuts because she's got a, a string of ears around her neck. Okay. Because you know she's got screaming in her head, and the only way that silence is. Is this the by collecting the ears of the bad guys who have killed the majority of your population? Okay, and you're like, yeah, that doesn't seem sane. <laughs> no, it doesn't seem sane at all. If I wind up having to bang this chick, I'm dead. I know it. She's gonna cut off my ears and wear it as a fucking necklace because she's been. And then when you when you make her hut, you know. Like she, because like so you become Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Although I'm talking about primal, and so like, and one of the things in Far Cry is you have to build up your camp. So like, when you build her hut and you upgrade her hut, when you walk into that hut to go do a mission for her, yeah, strings of ears all over the place, and I'm going, yeah, this so does not seem like a good idea for me to be alone with this woman ever, <laughs> ever. Please don't make me have to be hooking up with her. <laughs> uh, please don't make me decide of whether I got to stay with her to help repopulate my species. Or well, one of the other characters is the the crazy witch doctor. But you know you're not. But you're not going to be sleeping with him because I don't think I don't think Far Cry is going to go that way. Yeah. But because there's two like major major bad guys, she's got a problem with one. He's got a problem with the other. And the new the other tribe that's kind of invading your t- area is 
they worship the fire god. So they have like a lot of fire weapons and he's all burnt up, but he's a witch doctor because they take our people and sacrifice them to the sun god. And you're right. like, all right, obviously these people need to be brought down. Yeah. So there's a priestess, high priestess, of course. And I'm just going, sooner or later, she's going to want me to join with her. I know it. I get a feeling it's, I'm, I'm getting Far Cry 3 flashbacks going, she's going to want to repopulate the species as ultimate sun gods. And I'm going to get a knife plunged right into my jugular. I know it. I just know it. I'm like, can I just ride off in the sunset, ride in my, be shirtless, ride on my saber tooth tiger like fucking E-Man? You know, like, <laughs> like you know? I mean, but it, it's so, but the, the, the themes of the game are the same as the other two. So it's hard when it comes time to do like, hey, here's a sequel to kind of put a, to be like, oh my God, for those people who've never f- played the Far Cry games, this is amazing. It is. But those people who've played the f- other two Far Cries, it's fucking Far Cry. I mean, there's it's it's capture the capture the flag kind of uh, stuff. Right. There's except this one, you get to tame wild beasts. You get to become Beastmaster. There's no Kodo and Poto, by the way. Yeah. No. There's badgers. I can try. I, tra- I tamed a badger, and I had you know. I was like, every time I go into battle with them, I'm like, badger, we don't need no sneaking badger. Go get him, boy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I petted him, you know, but I usually kind of. I, I patrol the areas and do my missions with a saber tooth tiger. Uh, yeah, because that's let's face it, that's why you have the game because right. you want the saber tooth tiger. And what's nice is people, nobody there's because you're low man on the totem pole in the food chain. You get attacked by tons of shit. Like, hey, look, here's a badger. It attacks you. Hey, look, there's like the jackals and the hyenas. They're there. They they attack you. And I got bit by a poisonous snake. Oh, great. You know, there's other saber-toothed tigers and cave bears and woolly mammoths and they there's rhinos, woolly rhinos. And you're like, this is a, but when you walk with a saber-toothed tiger, nobody fucks with you. No <laughs> no animal decides to go, hey, look, food. Because they go, hey, look for, oh, shit. Yeah. And they always seem to run the other way, which is nice. It's nice. I get, to, you know, I get a little peace and quiet. So I can go, I got to do this mission. I don't want to get fucked up by a saber-toothed tiger jumping me while I'm not looking. Right. So I'll keep my saber-toothed tiger with me. Like you, 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 you work the perimeter. And I'm just gonna keep on doing my thing, and you can kind of whistle to have them attack people. It, it's it's fun. I mean, having that that animal companion mm. is awesome. You have an owl that you can kind of scope ahead, you know, to an area, and it'll tag the bad guys for you. Mm. So that way, you know, when you go in, you can kind of go, oh, here's bad guys, and he'll drop when you get build up his power enough. He can all drop like little bombs. <laughs> Poo. <laughs> well, one's a, one's a B bomb, where it's like he drops a, a basically a, it's a, a BO bomb. <laughs> it's a honeycomb that when you drive a killer beast swarm out and kill the person that it hits, uh. then there's a fire bomb, and then there's the berserker bomb, where every every game's got that berserker dart where you shoot somebody and they go crazy and attack everybody else. Yeah, every game, every game when you when you're a spy, there's always that berserker dart. Yeah. They do it in Assassin's Creed all the time. So basically, I drop one of those and I let them all. I just have my have my owl just circle the place and watch them all kill each other. And I go, "Yep, that's how you do it." Because then you get the bonus stealth points. You're gonna get caught and you capture the thing. I'm like, I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> and every once in a while, I'll just go in and clean. Nice, you know. See, the mechanics are great. There's nothing like Ed throwing a spear into a person's heart. And watching them fly back into a hit and hit a tree, it's awesome. <laughs> or when you're you're getting ready, you know, these guys are coming at you, and a saber tooth tiger comes out of nowhere and attacks them. Mm-hmm. You're like, "Sucks to be you." <laughs> Let's keep going, buddy. You know, like, <laughs> it's it is super fun. 
Yeah. Um, the storyline, again, it's basically now I'm, I'm in the process of um, building up to go to the main bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just capture this, discover that. You know, and, and it's, it's a game of, you know, after a while it becomes a game of hide and seek. Right. Like, hey, look, there's these stones I got to collect. And, hey, there's these totems I got to put. Well, I mean, is it a first person, third person, first First, actor? first person shooter. Okay. Uh, much, it's, it's, it's the first person shooter. You never really see your character ever. Uh, you see his hands when he pulls, you know, when he gets fights or when he dies or something like that. But, now, yeah. You, oh, I'm sorry, I was going to ask you, like, the weapons. You, you, you know, you've talked about this off air, and, and I just kind of want to bring that to light. Now, you said there's different weapons you have. Did you collect those? Do you have them right away? Like, how well, does that work? <clears throat> initially, you have, um, a, you have a club. Mm-hmm. And then you can upgrade that club to, you know, to make it while you, you kind of have to forage for, you know, sticks and stones and, you know, <laughs> to break your bones yeah. and clay and mud and rock, you know, to, to help build those things. Right. Like you, if you run out of arrows, you have to go over to, you have to forage for sticks. You have to kind of, you actually have to craft all your material. Okay. You know, if you go hunting, like when you... So there's no shops to go to, There's say. no no shops. There's no like, hey, yeah. And another thing, too, is not, nobody speaks English because this is before words, basically. Right. So they have their own language. So it's like, you know, they told more. You know, and you're, that's not, obviously not like that. <laughs> you're like, subtitle, please? <laughs> well, it is. Everything's subtitled. You actually, it's basically a, a, every cutscene's subtitled, so you got to read it. Yeah. Which I don't mind. It's better than it's better than having you know like seeing him speak English and having the subtitle in English too. Yeah, like I always hated that. So it's like, all right, I feel like I'm part of this world because they're all speaking in their native tongue, and I have to read the translation. But there's no, I can't walk up to somebody and go, yeah, give me two spears and a bow and arrow. You actually have to craft it, and the only way you can be able to like, you start off with a bow and arrow, mm. and then when after you build, I think the girl, the crazy girl's hut. The first time you get her, she gives you, you get the ability to create a longbow after you pick the right um, stuff. Materials. The right, the right materials, and you do, like, a certain quest. Like, everything's quest-based mm-hmm. or mission-based, basically. After you do the mission, you get skill points, and then you can upgrade your skills accordingly. Okay. Um, but as far as weapons go, like, you have, it's a short bow, then there's a longbow, and then there's a double short bow where you shoot two arrows at the same time, mm-hmm. which cuts down on, you know... The ability to have to recock your arrows every time. It's yeah. like I hit you twice, dead in the chest. Chances are you're dead. Then you have to create a, you know, you create, you you build a, a spear mm-hmm. that has got a couple upgrades to itself, you know, where you don't have to, you can use less material to create more spears. Okay. Uh, there's a sling, you know, so you can, like, David and Goliath kind of swing. Right. Um, there's also, you know, you, you eventually you come across a two-handed club so it's basically clubs, arrows, spears, and stones. Okay. You know, there's no sniper rifle, but you have a longbow. You can pick people off from a distance. Right. You know, if you have, if you, yeah, there's takedowns. So, like, if you're stealthy enough, you can sneak up behind somebody. If, you're, if your main weapon's a spear, it'll just jab you right through the head. It's real nice. Real, real nice. It's very gory and very bloody. Mm. Very brutal. Again, you have to be because you're cavemen. Right. Um, then, you know, you, there's other characters that when you rescue, like, when you... Build up your tribe. There's other people um, that come in there, other specialists. Like the one guy helped me create the Berserker Bombs. Okay. And then another character who's a bad guy that you capture. They talk, They pretty much um, helped me make the Fire Bombs. Okay. I learned how to do that through that. And then once I learned the basics, 
it's gathering the material to actually then be able to upgrade to the next level. Now, those upgrades could be like, hey, you need 25 south stones. You know, south, you, know you have to travel to the southern end of the map to get those materials. Okay. Sometimes it's like, hey, you need the rare white elk, um, you know, for this person's hut. Right. And you actually had to go hunting. And you actually you have, a, like, a hunting vision, like a hunter's vision, which is basically, like, eagle vision for um, Assassin's Creed fans. Okay. You know, where everything turns kind of gray, but there's things highlighted in yellow. And, like, the rare animals have, like, the scent, different scent that you can only see and follow when you're in hunter mode. Okay. So then, you know, you have to go hunt that down and then skin it, and then that'll, that helps you. Like, okay, well, you got one. So then when the time comes, you can, you know, just be like, oh, you have enough of this material. Hit, you know, the square button, and then, hey, it's upgraded. Woo! You know, it's it's kind of like that. Okay. You know, like I said, it's fun. It's time-consuming. I've been playing it nonstop since I've gotten it. Mm. Um, totally beast-moding it because um, I want to see if I can get it done before the division comes out, which is going to be next week's big game. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's it's fun. I mean, I would recommend it to anybody because it is it, – it's, it's, a, it's a blast to play. You know, I don't know where the storyline is. I don't know if it's like once I kill the bad guy, that's it. I, I run off to the sunset on my, you know, my saber-toothed tiger. Yeah. Or if there's a, a mission where I have to choose between who leads the people as I walk off – the you know, as I walk the earth like Kane. Yeah. You know, um, there's also a couple – like once you hit the level of um, – you become a beast master. Mm-hmm. There's four big hunts that you have to do. Like, Hey, like here's a crazed woolly mammoth that needs to be brought down. So you actually have to track it and set traps. And then obviously it's got like, you know, the boss battle um, health bar that between you and whatever animal you have at the time to help bring it down to a certain point where you can tame it to then have it be used as your walking companion. Mm-hmm. Like um, the first one I got was the big giant, crazed bear you know called scarface <laughs> i i well that's that's what, that's what they call say them. hello to my little friend <laughs> say hello to my woolly cave <laughs> so well, that's what the people call them they called them scar i think it was or scarface or yeah. something like that so once you train him i was like he can follow you wherever you go or right. or you can pick another you know character another animal to follow you and he'll fight for you fight with you that kind of thing so i took the bear to go hunt the woolly mammoth because it helped it helped because he's Really strong, not quick, but he's super strong and super tough. Yeah. So I figure if I'm gonna take if I, if I gotta take down a woolly mammoth, eh, you better bring a big ass bear. Right. You know, my normal saber tooth tiger ain't gonna really cut it. Bring the bring Bobo the big Bobo the bear. You know. <laughs> then there's like um, Blood Fang the saber tooth. You know, which you're probably gonna try conquering next because you know you've got a you've got a saber tooth tiger named Blood Fang. Blood Fang. Blood Fang, you kind of want to... These flangs? These, 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 flags, these flags right here. <laughs> you kind of want him on your side. And, yeah. you know, and once you get... You have those skills, and once you upgrade your skill tree, you can actually ride him. So it makes the things... You don't have to walk everywhere, <laughs> which is nice. But like, you know, get over here. You know, straddle him, and then you just... You, you see little saber-toothed tiger's head as you ride him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and if you're lucky enough, you can ride a woolly mammoth, too. <laughs> <laughs> you see that pop there? You go, uh, unga, uh, unga, yeah, you know. And then you can ride woolly mammoths, which are fun too, because when you go into battle with a rhino woolly mammoth, he hits shit with the trunk, and it's like, <laughs> see people just flying around. It's like this is awesome. It's awesomely brutal. All right, you know, eh, 
But the problem is, like, when you have the saber-toothed tiger or other animals, because all these animals are predators for the most part. Yeah. They have a tendency to kind of have their own AI, where which is nice because it gives them a little more organic to the world. Right. But, like, my saber-toothed tiger will actually run off and attack something, you know, like an animal to hunt. Yeah. And you're like, hey, hey. But everyone, but the problem is, is that I constantly kind of have to remind him verbally, yeah. you know, as I'm sitting on the sofa, don't fuck with the mammoths because it'll try going after a woolly mammoth and get its ass handed to it. Like when it dies or when it gets knocked down to where it has no health, you can run over and feed it some meat and it'll, it'll be brought back to life in a way. Yeah. Or if it dies, dies, all you gotta, it just goes back into your, like your inventory. You just whistle and another one shows up, you know? <laughs> But you kind of feel bad every time. Every time I, every time when my saber toothed tiger gets like close to death, I always quick go over and heal because I don't want to lose the kid. I'm like, I don't want you dying on me. But I'll be running, I'll be running through the fields, and all of a sudden I'll get, I'll see the notification of the skull, and it, it has the countdown going around, and I'm going, what the fuck did you do? And I go back, and I see, I see a bunch of woolly mammoths stomping in it. And I'm like, I have to wait for the woolly mammoths to go. Oh, it's dead. And they just go back to doing what they're doing. I run over, I feed it some meat. Until it gets health back up, and I pet him. I'm going, don't fuck with the mammoths. Like, <laughs> how hard is this? It's the third time I had to pull your ass out of the fire, cat. Like, come on, get smart, will you? This is the reason why you're extinct. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Maybe if you had a little far thread going, that thing's big, got huge tusk, and stomps your ass for the past half hour. Stop fucking with them. You know, and eventually it does kind of follow you more. But it, you know, but I, I I've because he has a full belly, he's a little more, he'll follow you closer. Yeah. But like if he's hungry or if his health is down, he goes hunt on its own. But it's nice too, is like when he gets in a battle and let's say we kill a bunch of bad guys and we're just, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you can pet the bad guys down and get stuff. He'll just saunter over and start eating one of them to refill its own health. I'm like, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. You just see it start going, and you're just watching it chew. I just stand. Look, look at that. You go. What? Well, you wanted it? <laughs> I just stand there, fascinated with the anime, with the animation, going, "Oh my god, that thing's really fucking eating that person. This is great." Like when it like it was. A, it's the the visuals on it. It's great too because like when that when the, it runs up and grabs like a boar, it'll pick it up and shake it violently, and and it'll you'll just hear it die and it's drop on the ground. It'll just start eating it. And I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> I was walking through a field, and all of a sudden I hear you know a tiger roar, and I run over and I see two white cave tigers right. battling out in the snow for no fucking reason other than the fact that they were in each other's territory. Wow. And I'm like, that's awesome, you know. And I just I would just watch them fight, and whichever one wins, I recall I get a little closer, and my saber tooth tiger scares it off, and I go over and I gut it, and I take the fur. You know, and I'm like, dude, I'm not no waste, not want not. Right. I can use this for some reason, taking it because you get meat, which helps you know heal yourself and your your companion because right. you eat raw meat too. You're not a cannibal because you eat the you know just animal meat. Mm. But I'm just like, hey, you know what? Meat's meat, food's food. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> you know, it's fun. It's it's enjoyable. It's not much on. I mean, I wouldn't say the plot's big, but it's enjoyable. Like I, you know, it's it's capture the flag kind of a lot of it, and I'm I find it fun, and I would recommend it to anybody, especially if you've played the other Far Cry games. Mm-hmm. If you've never played a Far Cry game, I still would recommend it because I think it's it's a nice, it's different from the other two, 
But like I said, other people go like, well, it looks kind of stupid. Like that's because you got no fucking imagination. You can ride a saber tooth tiger. Didn't you, didn't you have a fucking childhood? Like, yeah, I played Halo a lot. Fuck you. Get out. So there's no multiplayer. On this no, game. there's no multiplayer. Ed. <laughs> I just had a check. I no. was totally making sure. No multiplayer, which I'm glad. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so tired. So tired of every game having a multiplayer. Now, the next game coming out, obviously, I'm looking forward to Division, which has got multiplayer. So people are going, well, you're a fucking hypocrite. Ah. No, no. Because uh, when I, I've already played the beta and there's a difference, and I will explain that difference next week when I, you know, not next week, but the week after. Yeah. Because when I get my hands on the game. Because I'm going to be like, what? I'm going to go from primitive age to modern age in a span of two weeks, Ed. I'm going to go from a, a club-wielding, spear-chucking, caveman, gutting animals and eating the fur to a sniper, gun-toting, taking back New York, son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> you can watch. I came in today wearing my war paint. I'm like, yeah! And next week, I'm going to be talking to my watch, going, come in now, Roger, over. Over, over, Roger. Roger, Unger, done. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, that's great. I say we go take a break. Come back and do the news. Sounds awesome. All right, we'll be right back, folks. And there you have it, folks. Sean going primal. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. To reiterate, I recommend the game. If you're a fan of the Far Cry series, it's a perfect addition to the story. Right. If you've never played a Far Cry game, go out and try it at least you know um pick up a pre-owned copy if you can find one or take a chance you know i mean i think you won't be disappointed i mean it's it's different because you're not using traditional weapons but it still has i think it's more grittier and more dirtier and more raw than normal games i, I but i think our our fans are, are more but in being tuned to take a recommendation like that because i don't think we have too many um, multiplayer shooters listening to the show. Well, you don't know. I mean, just because uh, I don't want to, I don't want to alienate those people. And I, I it's like I don't, people. Video games are either social or they're private. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people who are social, it's it's because they have that niche game that they like and they get to hang out with their friends and go online. I always have a problem with the, the online gamer that goes out there specifically to troll and to, to to not have their own sort of fun is by you know picking off the weak ones mm. i mean people are like but it's a game that you're supposed to do yeah but you're also supposed to challenge yourself too like you know i always kind of feel like it, it, it i i mean i'm it's I mean, I mean for me i just have a problem with the those people only because of what happened to me at battlefront twice <laughs> you know it's just you know, and you, I mean, okay, granted, I, I understand, like, if I'm the weak player, you know, you take me out. I'm fine with that. Right. I'm okay with that. I understand that. I and, suck at the game. I'm admitting that. And, but every time you play, you get better and better and better. All right. Like, I'm sure, like, if you and I were play right now, I get my ass handed to me, and you might survive a little bit longer than I have. Right. Because I don't play that, it as much. Right. right. But, it, like, to call me out after the game is over. Right. To tell me to return the game it's, or tell me, I'm an, you know, an, you know get, yeah. get the fuck off. You know, it's like, <clears> really, like. You, you, you're that bad, much of a badass that you have to call me out it, it, and well, message me about it's, it? It's the anonymous bully. It's like, I don't have a face. I don't have a name. It's all made up. 
So I can tell you whatever I can say because there is no repercussions on me. Mm -hmm. I can sit there and feel good about myself because I kicked a person when they're down and there's no repercussions from it. There's nobody going, dude, that was a dick move. Because they don't know. Yeah. Like if it was you and I were playing and you, I gave, I handed you your ass, I'm going to bust your chops about it. Right. But we're friends. That's yeah. what friends do. But I would never go out and, send, you know, if a person sucks on my team, I would never go out and point out going, dude, you fucking suck. I don't need to win that badly in a video game to kind of feel good about myself. Right. Like I feel good about myself when I play a video game where I beat the boss Mm -hmm. You know, after trying so hard to finally get it, like, like, but provided it's in, within that realm of doability, like, I don't really, that's why I can't, I don't do the Dark Souls games. Mm. Because you, the the concept of the game is to die, and I hate dying in any video game. I feel like it's a failure. And like, no, you learn something. Like, yeah, I don't want to learn that lesson. I want to, like, I want to be able to overcome the challenges that are afforded to me by having that life mm. not by dying all the time it's like no it doesn't really do it to me you know if a game like far cry you know when you go look around the map it'll tell you if it's hard or if it's medium you know like it gives you what level to expect mm. and when i'm hitting those hard areas it's tougher because there's more bad guys and i do get that that visceral feeling of oh my god oh my god oh my god, oh my god. like i gotta i want to because i don't want to die you know even though yeah i'll respawn at a, at a point on the map but it's still the idea you want to get through it. You know, and when mm. you get through it, you're like, oh, yeah, yes. Like right. that, that moment of triumph when the, that base becomes yours, you're like, yeah. Yeah. You know, but when you're playing multiplayer, it's like, okay, you know, I don't need to be on the leaderboard to feel that I've accomplished my goal. It's, it's a nice, when I see, you know, like when Battlefront, when I saw my name the first time in that, that area, right. it's like, hey, this person hit this goal. And I was like, oh my God, I got, I, I was, it was a personal accomplishment. I was like, Wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I've, I've I've done it a couple of times, and mm. I'm like, wow, like that's amazing to see my name. It's a nice perk, right? But just to to finish the game and to yeah. you know accomplish like being on the winning side was nice, or even just to play just to play the lose. Like it's just like you know to me it was like you know what I played it. You know I learned a few things. I you know <coughs> now I know like how to improve myself. Right. But it was like like to get those personal perks was like even like yay like great. Or if I get a trophy, it's like. Wow, that's I, just awesome, you know. And I think that's another reason, like, with multiplayer, the game never ends. Mm -hmm. Never does. Because it's the same thing over and over again. You and one team versus another team, it's this constant, it's this loop, infinite loop of winnings, wins and losses. When you play, like, a single-player campaign and you have that resolution at the end, it's like reading a book or watching a movie. You feel that high of, like, of, I, I just beat this game. Like, when I, it's... I'll leave a movie during the ending credits. Mm. I always watch the credits of a video game. I don't know why. I don't know, maybe because I felt like it's more of a personal connection because I was involved in the ending of, of these people create this game for me, not for me, but for, for people to play and to enjoy. Mm. And it's like, when I get to that... No, uh, I think it's correct for you to, for you you know, to play. I mean, yeah, I mean like, you're say a group of people, but I mean, like... Not you personally, like you were the only one who they made this right. game for, but like it's it's like along those lines, like a person like me to play and enjoy. I, I always found video games very because I you know I did it for so long by myself, very personal. So when an end game comes, I, I, there's a moment of sadness almost because it's like I can't believe this is over. I had so much fun, yeah, you know, and I feel like that sadness I have to honor by watching the people who help create that to to give me that feeling of accomplishment and a feeling of like. Wow, I did it! Like, 
what's next? Like, what's the next adventure? Not just like, okay, you guys lost. Okay, here we go again. Right. It's that. It's that feeling of of accomplishment. A feeling of of I persevered over the the hurdles that were in this game to mm. come out at the end, whether better or worse, being on the characters arc of the video game. But I still kind of feel like you know, it's like I, I did it. Right. I can now put this game aside and go. Yeah, I played it. I finished it. I'm happy about it. Like, you know, where it's multiplayer, it's like, okay, I go back in. All right, look, I'm just shooting people. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, as much as I enjoy Battlefront, there's no story. So there's nothing for me to get pulled in. Like, now that the, I'm hoping the division, you know, comes out in a week and a half, it's, you know, you know, I hope, you know, I'm, it's, I bought it. Mm-hmm. I'm buying it. I'll have a review on it for, for the, when that week, when that, that week's show come out and I know that there's a storyline behind it. Right. And also a multiplayer aspect. So I'm 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 curious to see how in depth that story goes. Mm. I mean it's done by Ubisoft, which also did Far Cry, which also does the Assassin's Creed games. People go, Yeah, well you did Watch Dogs too. I enjoyed Watch Dogs. Yeah. I, I, I found it fun. You know, like yeah, there were some some problems with it, but it's a video game. Yeah. Like, it, it, I don't expect every video game to be perfect. Mm. But when it is, it's sweet. Like, the Batman games. Like, I thought Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight were beautiful games. Mm. Made me feel like Batman every time I played it. Arkham Origins made me feel like Batman, but not as well as the other ones. Because I also knew that it wasn't done by the same people. Right. You know, I think... I, I, I also, too, think that, though, like, with multiplayer, you should need a storyline to really build your character. When I, when I had the Tron game for the PS3... I was playing the game and I was upping my level. So when I went to play multiplayer, I was able to combat very easily or, or at least, you know, because right. like, I knew how to throw the disc or right. I knew how to get into a tank or ride the motorcycle around and right. be able to do those kind of combats for multiplayer and not get my ass handed to me over and over and over again. Like Battlefront, there's no storyline <laughs> to it. So you don't you get like the training missions or the survival but it's not it's not the same as, as like building your character up, learning how to right. fire the gun the right way or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Just you get thrown in with a you know, like a group of people and hope the best well, and that's you make why, it. That's why I kinda liked when I was playing the beta of the division I talked about on the last show, there seemed to be two leveling systems. One for the story, mm. as your character gets better in the storyline, you get more perks and stuff like that that you probably can use during you can use in the multiplayer aspect. But the multiplayer have has their own leveling system too, where, like I said, like I had a friend, he was I was a level eight and he was a level five. We both walked in together into the um, into the multiplayer aspect. We weren't in the same server mm. because he was with other people that were level five, while I was with people level eight. So mm. there wasn't that we were all kind of my group of people had the same skill set. Mm. There wasn't that guy who was dominating because he was all, a level 12 or level yeah, 13 because or he was or he was playing with other level 12 people yeah. and my friend was in with a bunch of level fives now he, what happens is like my skill from a gamer aspect was maybe a little better than some of the other players mm. but then there was or or worse because like, even though i was with the same people you know of the same level in that thing they obviously were more experienced in multiplayer because I was I wasn't getting my ass handed to me, but I also wasn't my back wasn't to the wall like you know when you play Battlefront how you know you get your ass handed to you because you could be a level twenty and there's a guy who level thirty mm. and he just 
it just kicks your ass all the time right because he's at a higher level because he's got better weapons or he's done stuff you know to get he's upgraded everything yeah right. where this game you know with division it felt like it was very even keeled right so i'm like that's why i'm kind of really looking forward to playing it besides being beautiful but you know like i said well that'll be a review for you know in like two shows all right so listen up for that in the meantime Thanks for listening. If you want to catch the show live, you can on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show or just got a suggestion for him, um, another video game besides Battlefront, <laughs> you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you contact Sean and let him know that Battlefront's the only game for me, you can contact us, <laughs> Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you in part three. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.